That's a lie straight away. That lady said Jenny and Ian. Jen <laughs> said Jenny and Ian. Jen, but that is not the truth. Welcome to well, Jenny and Ian's Feel Great Podcast. We're supposed to be live on Facebook right now, but we're not because Facebook isn't letting us do it. So this is this is half. It's live as we're speaking right now, but it's not live when you're watching it. It's all very confusing. That it's does like, make sense. And it's not Jenny either, it's Sparky today. It's Sparky. So, I was, right. was going to give you the big, oh, sorry. the big sell, the big hype. <laughs> okay, well, then that didn't happen. It's not live, so it's fine. We can edit this bit out. Oh, yeah, good point. Go. All right, in the week where we've been blown away by Storm Gareth and laughing at cute dog videos from Crufts, this is another episode of your Feel Great podcast. Jenny's off this week, so I'm joined by a very special guest. He's already introduced himself, but I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Drum roll. Sparky from Jim and Breakfast! Hey! Thanks for having me, Ian. Thanks for letting me be on it. Welcome to the show. The second finished. time, this, isn't it? It's a treat, mate, and I'm feeling great this afternoon. Good stuff. All right, we're going to be talking about when you've regretted showing off. We delve once again into the weird world of emojis. Plus, we're going to be playing the greatest game in radio history. Phil the Pig for dummies. All will be explained. Hey. Remember, I won it last time. Yeah, you did. Okay, I hope people remember that from last time. The hype is real. All right, I would normally say at this point, if you're watching on Facebook, comment along. Actually, do you know what? Still comment along, but we can't read your comments because this isn't live. Oh, I'm so confused. Honestly, I have no well, we will look at them at a late date. What Ian's saying is he would like to look at them before he goes to sleep at night. He'll go through the Facebook feed and see what nice things you've written. Yeah, please say nice things. Uh, <laughs> one of the men in this studio that was drum rolling for us just then was, uh, was Tom with your... Great news. Hey, up. Hello. Oh. Oh, he did it again. I knew, we, we had a bet. We had a bet before the mics went up. Would he remember to put my mic up? I said 0% chance. He went with less than 0% uh, chance well, of doing it. Well, you're here now. Yeah. So Am I here now, though? Or it's not live. Is this... <laughs> so I'm actually here now, but this isn't live. But we recording. are live right now. We're recording them. with each other. Like I'm live to you. Yeah, you're, so you're live to me. So that's that is you there now. Yeah, I'm here, and you're live. I'm yeah. here. Yeah, this is me. But it's not going to be live. Yeah. I should now. remind people it's not breakfast time. It's in the no. afternoon. We're yes, yeah. that's that's another. It's, it's very confused. confused. This, is, this is too confused. <laughs> can we just do some feel great stuff? Because I feel like I'm getting confused. Oh, look yeah. at the new boy here trying, oh, to, oh, trying oh, to tell oh. us how to run our ship. We run a tight ship at breakfast. We want the same here. Can we have that? Please? Conducting traffic. All right. So if uh, if this is your first time watching, listening to this podcast, Tom comes. He's got three feel great news stories. Some of them are feel great. Some of them are feel all right. Some of them are feel rubbish. All of them are feel great. All of them have been feel great the last times that we've done it. Well, I was away last week and. What happened? I blew it. I was meant to do my own feel great story. I did, and I said that the Game of Thrones trailer was out, and apparently it went down like a lead balloon. Not quite as easy as it looks. Well, you we, know, we, when you've got a professional in the house. Normally, we <laughs> tend to debate. Easy. We debate along with our our audience whether or not your stories are feel great. But that's that's a thing of the past now because we've got something called a feel great robot, oh. who will determine if your story was a feel great or not. Are you okay. ready for that? Yeah. All right. Number one. Let's go. Okay, so a new trailer for the live-action remake of Aladdin shows Will Smith in a whole new light as the genie. Yeah. Now, a lot of people had a bit of a whinge about how blue he was in the previous one, but this <laughs> one's got him looking a lot more like himself, as you can see on the screen, that's live now, but not live when it goes out. <laughs> you can yeah. see the trailer for yourself over on our Twitter, but I just thought, you know, what do you guys think? Were you put off by the blueness, and are you preferring Will Smith just as Will see, Smith? I was... The first time I saw Will Blue, I wasn't feeling it because he just looks like Will, like normal Will, but blue. 
Whereas now, with the CGI, I've finally seen him in full force as right. the genie. He, he comes out the magic lamp and he's like looking all massive. He's, I, I think, do you remember the bit where, in the original, where Robin Williams like says all the things he can do in that song? I think Will you Smith. You never had a friend like me, son. I yeah. think that's what you're talking that's about. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith is going to rap it this time, I think. Oh, best okay. rapper in the world. Yeah. Best rapper in the world. He's definitely going to make it his own. I think there's that. that's what the real worry was that he wasn't going to be as good as, yeah, yeah. you know, Robin. But, yeah. you know, I mean, he's going to make it his own thing. Do you remember back in the day when Will Smith had a film out, he'd release a song for that film before it came out? Wild, Wild West, I hope you're going to mention now. Yeah. <laughs> Men in Black. Uh, Men in Wild, Black. Wild West. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. Wicky no, Wild, Wicky Wild. Wicky Wild. Six Wicky gun in this, brother, run in this. Buffalo soldier. soldier. Oh, yes. Soldier. Be, be, <laughs> any devils that's in distress. Be out of there, dress. When they meet Jim, Jim West. West. Yes. <laughs> big wild, wild. It's not the film's oh. not as good as that song. Do you know what? That. I we, think we did a really good job here. And we're not even laugh. <laughs> we're not even laugh. Thing is, right? You ain't never had a friend like me. He needs to bring that out as a track before Aladdin comes out. point, Ian Chambers. Should we go to the Feel Great Robot, see what he thinks? What do you think? What was the noise? I it was a cheer. How was it? I thought yeah. that, I, I thought there was going to be a bit more to it than that. Feel great. You, you obviously off. didn't have a big budget for that one, did you? No. It's the robot's job to judge your news stories. It's not your job to judge the robot. Good point, Sparky. I just feel like we all need to know our place. Can you yeah, just can you just simmer the new kid down? <laughs> no, I like it. The new kid. <laughs> That's good. Good start. Thank you. Number two. Let's so go. there is a CEO that has been helping a little boy get his wings. This is a story specifically for my esteemed breakfast colleague over there. Ten-year-old mm-hmm. Alex Jackot wrote to Qantas Airways CEO Alan Joyce for advice on operating his airline, Oceana Express, and he got a letter back. So apparently this ten-year-old kid has started his own airline. Amazing. He's made a couple of his mate CEOs. He's got a guy who's head of safety and a guy who's head of IT. Okay, this is awesome. And he's a ten-year-old. So normally the uh, CEO of Qantas doesn't respond back to, doesn't give advice to rivals. Right, okay. But he's invited him along to Qantas HQ for a proper <gasps> chat after replying to his letter personally. Amazing. Now, it may have been a bit of a publicity stunt from Qantas, mm. but a nice moment for the young man, don't you think? How much would you have loved that, Sparky? I, I would love that, Tom. I'm a, such an aviation geek. Uh, I've, I, <laughs> honestly, at the moment, I've got this new plane simulator game on my iPhone. I've just uh, <laughs> qualified for my latest license, guys. I'll show you after, Ian, honestly. Oh, yeah, you I want see to that. download it. You get to taxi the planes off the runway and everything, but I, I would love a letter from the man from Qantas. I'd, in fact, just a day shadowing him at work would be amazing. Well, maybe just pretend to be a 10-year-old child. <laughs> I could do that. And if I wrote a letter to happen. him, he'd think it was a 10-year-old child. But your handwriting is abysmal, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. And the spellings. Tom, if you could write a letter to a company and then get invited in, what would it be? God, you put me on the spot there, yeah, haven't you? Um, well, I think our little jolly together a few weeks ago going to the uh, to watch WWE would be quite high up there. Oh, yeah, you'd send yes. Vince quite, McMahon a letter with you. It'd be quite nice to say, dear Vince, <laughs> yeah. I am hench these days from all the kettlebell workouts I've been doing. I've seen them. Two doing... tickets Ooh. to the gun show. Yeah, look, look at them. them. Look at those. Look at those. Yeah. Look at those. Good. Why are you shaking? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's just, yeah. <laughs> should, we, should we go to the robot again? Should we go to the robot? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah. 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 Two from two. When a CEO writes a letter, I mean that should be celebrated anywhere, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like the you like the previous two, yeah. Then the robot is going to literally lose it for this last one. Is it? So a man and his dog survived being trapped in their vehicle in deep snow for five days by eating packets of taco sauce. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, do you want to hear some more? You want to hear some more? Yes, of course you want to hear some more. Yeah, I do. So Jeremy Taylor and his dog Ali were stranded in a forest road in America when his car got stuck in heavy snow. They'd set off on the Sunday to buy petrol and for some inexplicable reason they slept in the vehicle overnight and woke to find that there was heavy snow all around them. So he told police officers that he'd kept warm by periodically starting his engine and he'd used a few taco sauce packets for food. He'd attempted to walk out but returned to the car and the snow was too deep and he'd been reported missing having left his phone at home. So the question to you two guys, two questions in actual fact, what would you have wanted in the car with you if you'd had one food to keep you alive Mm. and what was the one food that you would have desperately looked at and gone, oh, no. Oh, Sparky. I definitely wouldn't want it to be Marmite. If it was Marmite instead <laughs> yeah. of taco sauce, I might be, uh, it might be a very different story in the end. Mm. Just give it all to the dog. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, Slimline Sparky. Uh, what would I want? thing is, you, it's got to be something that you can eat right there and then, doesn't it, of course? Yes. So you can't just be a you bucket can't just eat of KFC. Frozen, pi- frozen pizzas. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> bucket of KFC, I would say. Like, oh, yeah, right, it's got to be ready to roll. Right. I would have had a big box of pepperami. All right, okay. As my go-to. Dry meat, safe. Dry meat, safe. Imagine his breath after that, though. (laughs) It's the waft in the car as well. Pepperami's got a strong waft. Yeah, especially after five days. You know when someone's had one, let's say that. (laughs) (laughs) And the thing I wouldn't want is any avocado. Like, this this whole craze of avocado can do one. Hold on, Ian. How are, you, how, how are you supposed to be hel- how are you supposed to let people know you're healthy unless you're having avocado on oh, toast? Oh, that's a good point. My girlfriend nearly cried because there was a small stone in her avocado, like with happiness. <laughs> oh, it's a little one. We've she got more her. avocado. <laughs> I was like, what is this thing? Yeah. Well, I just think you don't like the word avocado because you can't say it in a whole accent. Avocado. <laughs> what would you have in your car? And they're the delivery drivers he's talking about. <laughs> oh, no, that's Ocado. Sorry, mate. I'm getting, can you, it sounded like that, Ian. It sounds very much like that. Mate. For me... It would have been like a... Nobody cares! <laughs> Sorry, I've got oh. access to the desk, guys. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what would you have? You've changed. Yeah, sorry, You're not the man I fell in love with. <laughs> <laughs> no, what would you have had? If Jenny had been here, there wouldn't have been any of this. No, she, she wouldn't have done that. She, keeps, she runs a tight ship. Yeah, she does. She looks after me. Sorry, what would you have in your car? I'd have had a six-pack of those... Um, those Ringos you get from Aldi, you know, those things that look like onion rings, but they're salt and vinegar. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh change yeah. your life. We know what's in Tom's glove box. Change, yeah. What's got a stash yeah. off. What about and not? the packets on the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> Empty. No, I'm a big fan. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Sparky. Get Marmite. Marmite. Away. Shoot it into space. No, I know. And then it's, it's all gone. It burns. It burns. Why do you... <laughs> I'm going to go to the robot one more time. This one's easy. When do you think about it, man and his dog... Of course. Yes. Three out of three. It's a hat-trick and, you know what, it's that easy. You know it's what, that easy. You picked a good day, Sparky, to join us for the Feel Great News. Yeah, well, I'm very much enjoyed your Feel Great News, yeah. Tom. Thanks, thanks, Sparky. You know, your validation of me today <laughs> was what I needed. Yeah. I was having <laughs> a bad day you, until, until now. I was having a bad day until now. <laughs> but you... You made, made it worthwhile, it so thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. Really oh. appreciate all your efforts on this one. <laughs> well, thanks for making us feel great, Tom. You're welcome. Woo! Same Cheers. time next week, friends. Oh, yeah. yeah, see, see you then. Now. What Bye. a joy. What a joy that was. That was good, that one. It was good. All right. Now, Sparky, your left 10. Bye. Bye. He's still here. Right, you're... Just, just like to have an extra bit of my voice. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> thanks, Tom. He's gone. Is it live? No, it's not live. <laughs> okay. It's live with us, but not on Facebook. I'm confused. Yeah, me too. All right, your left 10. Sweepstake, yeah. Sparky, inspired a brand new commuter game on your gym at breakfast show. That's right. How far can you drive and um, and what's the least amount of left turns you can do on that drive? Check out this clip. 
11 miles, five left turns. Can you beat it? Gail says, I drive 19 miles to work, Langer to Woolerton, and I do five left turns. She's beat us on the first bounce. Amazing. Uh, Dino from Donny says, I drive from Donny to Rugby. That's 95 miles. How many left turns? Four. No way. That's what he's saying. I I suppose he's going all the way down the M1, I suppose. If you live close to a motorway, you've really got this nailed, I reckon. Honestly, it's bit, loads of people have been texting in in the morning, just they're telling us what, how they're doing. They're like, oh, I drive from here to here, and this is the least amount of left turns I can do. I'm fascinated by it, but I'm, I'm confused about some of the rules. Go on. Because I, I measured, how, well, I counted how many left turns I did on my way to work today. Mm-hmm. So I came from Manchester. Right. All the way to Nottingham. So we're talking 79.5 miles. He's definitely read right. a sat. He's de- you've left a sat now, haven't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, Oh, 79.5, yeah, right. And I'm g- before I give you my number, I need to check a couple of things. Right, here we go. First exit roundabout is a left turn. Is it? First exit roundabout is a left turn. If you go straight over roundabout, is not a left turn. So that's just a straight on. That's a straight on. But you do, you have to turn left to go around the roundabout. I, I tried to argue this. I yeah. did try to argue this, but for, for simplicity, okay. it's the first exit roundabout is your only left turn. All right, so Sparky, I'm rocking and rolling on the M1. I'm right. going full steam ahead. My sat-nav goes, take the next exit, right? Slight veer to the left to exit. Is that a left turn? Yes, that is a left turn. That is a left turn. That is a left turn. It's a left turn there because I had this argument with producer Paul on the show because <laughs> I was saying, no, it's just a little left turn. Surely it's the left turn at the roundabout that counts at it, but it's no. Because the argument to that is if you've been doing a lot of miles on the motorway, yeah. left turn, left turn, you know, you've done, you've done a lot of miles, so you've not done a left turn for ages. So doing two won't hurt you that much. Okay, cool. So here's my uh, big reveal then. How many left turns do you think I took in my journey from Manchester to Nottingham? Right, so we had that. I mean, 79.5 miles, you said. I did say that. 79.5 miles on the nose. I would say eight left turns, Ian. Oh, are you serious? That's about eight left turns. I took nine. No, okay, all right. I took nine. Okay, nine. See, I, I, it looks, I, I don't think about it that much, but I literally, I thought about it afterwards. It's like, boom, one road, boom, motorway, snakes, pass through the Peak District, couple of left turns. Bob's your uncle. I'm here. It's quite impressive. I thought, yeah, I thought a lot more that was on the M1. That's why I only went eight. But that's, that, mate, that's proper impressive. Apparently, there's a sum to do, but I can't do that. I'm not that. Joe does the sums. Oh, there's but, a sum. Yeah, if you like, I think it's if you might divide the, the, the left turns by the distance, it's how many per mile you do. Right. I don't know. I can't confirm that. Ask well, your maths teacher. The last, the last commuter game you played was getting from A to B without stopping. Yep. Safely, of course. Of course. All of these games, can I just say, are to be done safely. Normally, we're saying that you get your passenger to count how many left turns you're doing. Right. But you <laughs> can I just say that, that Ian? Yeah, 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 right. yeah, you had that, didn't you? Earlier? Safety fair. Yeah, 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 I had that. I had that. So when you when you're going from A to B without stopping, are you, are you, are you what are you what are you doing when you get to red light? When you well, you just slowly approach red light. You you know, because ah. you know how when you're taught on your driving test to look forward on the road, you say, yeah. oh, that, okay, that's gonna go that's going amber. So you you anticipate it, which is what's expected, and then you just sort of like Come to a slow movement, maybe about one mile an hour on the clutch. You know, you can do it. Yeah. You don't completely stop. You can almost stop. But, I mean, obviously, only safely. Safely. <laughs> All right. Well, I think next time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try getting from... I think I can go from Manchester to Hull with three left hands. I've just been thinking about it in my head. He's rerouted. <laughs> so that's two hours. A faster route. I is think I'm three. Produce Pete, what are you, th- what are you saying? No, no, no way. way. No? No way. 
Well, trust me, I'm going to I'm going to film it. Do as well. it if you do that and without stopping, Ian, it'd be the ultimate <laughs> commuter games combo. You'll be <laughs> champion. That, that would be the dream, right? <laughs> Yesterday, I admitted to not having something. I was having a, a call with producer Pete. Uh, we was discussing our show today, and uh, it just kind of came up that I don't have an item in my house, and everybody else apparently has got it. Uh, right. You 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 know what it is. Yeah, and, and people who are thinking it's is it a mirror? It's definitely not a mirror. We know Ian looks good all the yeah. time. He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> we know he's definitely got a mirror in his house. Well, you you. But I can't believe you haven't got one of these, mate. I, like, it's changed my perception of you straight away. Can I, I just don't say that? get it because the thing is, I genuinely don't need one of these. There has never what? been a point. There's never been a point in my life that I've thought, or especially in my new place, where I've thought I need one of these. So you're not at a party yet, then? Yeah, I've had a party. That party. shocks me. Like, Ian, I'm honestly, I just can't believe you haven't got one of these what things. What is Okay. What would you do before your parents come round? Well, I don't need one of these for my parents to come round. I'm, I'm, no, mate, I'm in shock. Should we? Should we reveal? Well, yeah, because we, you know, if we were live, we would get you to guess what yeah. Ian hasn't this got. This is, I mean, we'd planned for you to try and guess <laughs> what I haven't got. Should we just keep going? Should we just keep being elusive and never tell? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to say it now, right? I don't own a Hoover. Hold on, we just need to pause for a minute so people just take that in because they're just going, uh, right now. Right, a <laughs> couple of things. A couple of things. That, this, is, this is the exact conversation I had with producer Pete. I have got hardwood flooring throughout my home. Okay. That's number one. All right. Are, you, are you doing an advert for there? <laughs> <laughs> they're doing my bathroom for free after this. Um, I've got a leather sofa. Right. Right. There is no reason for me to earn a hoover. I don't know. Have I... you heard of a sweeping brush? Yeah. Have you heard of a... Dust but it's not 1942 brush. anymore, Ian. Hoovers were invented dust. to make life easy for us. No, because the dustpan and brush. Sweep it in, put it in the bin. Simple as that. <laughs> they say it's old Producer school. Producer Pete, up right? You, you <laughs> just jump on here, right? Because you were asking me some questions. What? Come on, come at me. So you, what about a rug that you've got in your house? Yeah, do you know? Pick, have... it, pick it up, give it a swoop, let the dust and everything fall off. So like, give it a in the okay. air. And then sweep afterwards. But Ian, all right, okay, also, I have wood flooring in part of my house. And what about those weird sort of like collections of dust you get, which mm. just sort of like just build up over time and then end up in a corner? Dustpan and brush. I just, I just no. feel like Noah Hoover, just, just one, a couple of, uh, like, you know, Hoover a couple of times a week. Well, more than that. <laughs> Not in your house. And just like whip it round. Come on. Like what? I just can't believe you can get by without it. What about when you're walking around bare feet on your wood floor and you get little bits of dust on your feet? You know, well, then crumbs and stuff. What, you never spill your food? You've never yes. dropped anything off a plate? Yes, or I have, and then I sweep it up. I don't know. You need because, a hoover, mate. Have you got a sweeping brush? I've got a sweeping brush and a hoover. How often do you use your sweeping brush? Uh, well, I've got a cat, so I probably more than you'd imagine. Right. And obviously, I'm quite messy in the kitchen. I'm the first to admit that. So I use it a lot in the kitchen. <laughs> I but think, I also use my hoover, Ian. I think this is unnecessary hit. I genuinely do. I, no, I think that I think you're probably one of the only people in the East Midlands who haven't got a Hoover. I would definitely go as far as to say that. Like, the only thing I could ever imagine needing a Hoover for would be like, you know, getting a spider. What? Do you know, a spider job. Getting a spider. Sorry, I needed to translate it. I was like, what's that? A spider. <laughs> Sorry, a spider. getting a spider. You know, sometimes when you just need to get a spider from the top of your wall. My friend does get spiders with her Dyson, actually, yeah. to be fair. No, that's a fair point. Oh, yeah. I don't know, Ian. I feel like to be a professional adult, you'd need a Hoover. Right, you know what? I'm, I'm turning the tide from me to you here. Because at the start of 2019, Joe Newsreader Katie became a team as they took you on in their diet and lifestyle club. Just got 
Wedge. Lost five pounds, but I'm hungry. I just want chips in my tummy. If it's got sins, we cut it out. We just, just got weighed. Yes. You go head to head every week to see <laughs> who will be crowned Slimmer of the Week. Right? It is taken extremely seriously. Oh, it really is. Really, really seriously. Have a listen to this. I'm on the scales. <laughs> oh. 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 Sparky has put on half a pound. Yes. Hang on. Half Only a pound on, guys. That's all. That's Only all. He's so a sausage cob and put half a pound on. And he's been drinking all weekend. Oh, yeah, we did have a big night out on and Saturday night. birthday cake. Oh, yeah, and I eat an Easter egg in a taxi drunk home on the way home. Good metabolism. No, no. <laughs> but anyway, guys, I'm not slim of the week. Joe, you've won it it's for so your girls. You've won it for the girls! Why? I don't know how you deal with this. It's terrifying. It's probably my most terrifying moment of the week, Ian, because, you know, like Joe and Katie, they take their diet in seriously. Yeah, they they do. really do. They're signed up members of Slimming Club. They go every week, stay yeah. to group, go through all of the weighing, and I'm just doing it on a set of scales here in the studio. Um, the I don't is, think I'm putting in as much effort as them. I'm just going to say that. Whenever you win, it goes down terribly, doesn't it? It's... This is this was, this was Joe's reaction when you lost more than her one week. This... Is a joke. You know why that is, right? Because I went on holiday. Me and the girlfriend went to Budapest. Heavy bready diet in Budapest. Yeah. It's quite bready. Eight loads, lost three pounds. This <laughs> is a joke. No. Honestly, I couldn't look Katie in the eye because I was like, I told her all the things I'd eaten, and she, like, if looks could cut through me, it could have. Like when I told when it came up that I'd lost three pounds. This but... is <laughs> a joke. But you know, it's. it's um, I wonder what's going to happen if I really try hard one. Week. Well, you, that's the thing. You don't care, but you do. Doing it, you're doing it anywhere. Ian, no, don't, like, no I am. It but I'm a bloke, and when I see a packet of crisps and I'm hungry, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll eat them. Yeah, the thing is, just I'm tell me. Strict. Like, so, like, this is just us now, right? There's, there's probably not a chance that they're watching or listening to this because we're not even live. Right, okay, yeah, actually. Are we? So, well. yeah, I don't know. What are we? Are we live or are we not live? <laughs> Do you get satisfaction out of it when you beat them? I love winning at everything I yeah, compete in, Ian. So, like, yes, but I mean. Oh. Do you know what I really get, though? I get guilt because I know that yeah. they're really trying hard. Like, Katie has got a great diet. Joe, she's got this little app on her phone which counts down how many sins she's got every single, like, day to use. Like, they're properly taking it seriously. Like, calorie counting and everything. And I'm like, yep, I'll eat that. Yep, this I'll eat that. This <laughs> I think, I'm, Ian, I've eaten loads. I think I'm six pound down on the year, mate. It's a joke. It's I want to give you a round of applause because I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's amazing. And the fact that you've been doing this, with the thing is, if you ever want to lose weight, you know what you need around you? You need people supporting you. Yeah, you it. don't want people going, no, put more weight on, have that bacon cob, have a couple of beers. You've got constantly these two women trying to drag you down. <laughs> and I'm still winning. And you're still winning. Well done. Overcoming adversity, Ian. This right. is a joke. This, <laughs> one more time. This <laughs> is a joke. All right, so this time last week, I, I kind of blew the lid on something pretty, pretty special. I shocked the East Midlands when I revealed a little secret that I know. Oh. And it's we've all we've all got it on our phone, but none of you know how to do it. Only I know how to do it. Okay. Yeah. It is um, a scientific tool that will change the way you use emerges for the rest of your life. Okay, I'm well excited. Because I don't know, if you're anything like me, you look at your emerges and you're like, I have no idea what that means. There are some of them that are really obvious, like, you know, the love out emoji face. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's really obvious. But I'm about to define some of the most obscure emerges through the power of Siri. Okay. There is a setting on your phone. 
These going to make me look more cool on Snapchat when I start using them. Because yeah. I don't really know how to use them, you know? Because what Siri will do is, with this new scientific tool, is Siri will define exactly what that emoji means in a couple of words. So, like, like I said, the love heart eyes emoji. Listen to this. It's simple. Face with heart-shaped eyes. That is the definition of that. Face with heart-shaped eyes. Okay, so there. All right, I love you. So what we're going <laughs> to... I love you too. So what we're doing is, we've got a few emojis on screen right now. Obviously, we're not live, but you're watching this. They are there. And um, these, are, these are some of the most obscure emojis I've ever come across. What, what's that one? See, me looking at the first one, it looks like, it looks like some form of a kebab. Yeah, it's a sweet kebab. It's definitely a sweet... Isn't that like... I've seen them on holiday. You know, you can get like waffles on a kebab like that. Oh, with, yeah. With, like, with chocolate sauce on and stuff. A sweet kebab. Is? Yeah. Is a sweet kebab? The second one, it's like a building with some... Fo- I don't even know what the name of that instrument it's is. It's a Do French you... horn. It's a is horn. it a French horn? Yeah, it's got to be a music hall or something. See, I think it's a musical school. Oh, a musical school. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what it makes me think of a bit? Like, you know, when you did like French speaking, it's them. L'Hôtel de Ville or whatever that was. <laughs> and then it just no, say, say it in Siri's voice. Uh, L'Hôtel de Ville. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we've got like this weird like plant with, with a red tag and a, and a blue tag on it. And I, I don't know why, but in my head, I'm thinking like, maybe you get them at like a vineyard. That's a bamboo, isn't it? I don't know. Is, is it that... bamboo? But why, sure... what are the tags there for? Like blue and red tags? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Should we start with the kebab? Right, come on. Oh, I'm nervous. Like, Siri, you are about to tell us exactly what that is. Here we go. Pudding on skewer. What? Pudding on skewer. Pudding in. Pudding. Did he say pudding on Pudding. Pudding on skewer. Oh. Producer Pete, do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. Pudding on... I, I, what? Let's go with pudding on skewer, like <laughs> you said. Let's listen to it again. Hold on. Pudding on skewer. Yeah, pudding on skewer. Pudding. Pudding <laughs> on skewer. All right, so that's a, that's a weird one. Let's move on to the, the uh, musical musical school. Here we go. European Post Office. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I was catching right. L'Hôtel de Ville. I think I might have been right accidentally. Right, so, <laughs> so do you know, like, if we, there must be like a postman emoji that we use or a post office emoji. So people who, I just can't imagine a scenario where you'd use that emoji. What's it, what it again? European? Let's hear him say it again. Here we go. I think it's a European. European Post Office. European Post Office. Right, <laughs> That's uh, got to be one of the least used emerges on the planet. Yeah, unless you've got a postman as a mate who's European. Yeah, and then the last one. <laughs> what are you saying? What are you saying for that? Are you going it's bamboo? Bamboo. With tags? Yeah, I don't know. With, 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 <laughs> no idea. Here we go. Siri, what is it? Tanabata tree. What? <laughs> what do you say? A something tree? Tanabata tree. Tanabata tree. Sorry, guys, it's a Tanabata tree. What's one of them? So you get them in the Spanish islands, and I have no idea. I don't know what a Tanabata tree is. I just made it up. Oh, 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 oh. I do actually know this one. So this is a festival in Japan. Right. And apparently they just decorate all of their trees with bits of paper. Okay. A Tanabata tree. Yes. Is that how it's pronounced? I haven't got a clue. I mean, apologies. Okay, so that's like, so that's almost like Japan's own emoji in a way, then. They use for their own celebration. Hold on. Or someone, people will be asking for a Paddy's Day one soon, won't they? I I suppose we have got one. (laughs) There is one one more emoji. I don't know if you knew what um, what this one means. I did actually reveal it on last last week's show. Uh, Just give me one second. Tell me if you can work out which emoji this is just from the description. Yeah? Smiling pile of poo. Do you know what that one is? <laughs> I think I know that one. <laughs> I've used that one when my mate's talking rubbish in a WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sparky, I want to know uh, just when you've regretted showing off because Aww. something happened to me yesterday and it got really intense. I'm, I'm just going to take you right to the very beginning. Come on, Ian, tell me. So I go to the gym. 
it's really quiet and i and i'd go to the treadmills right and i'd just get on there's no there's a big row of about 10 treadmills mm-hmm. so i'd just get in the middle one with a view there's like a window i can look out of while i'm pounding the, the turf so people can look in at you so and see how hard at, you're working as yeah, well let's remember that i'm bit. wearing a vest you know it's all that <laughs> oh, sort nice. of stuff ticket to the gun show <laughs> and i'm running away and i, and I, I must have been about 10 minutes on there and I, i'd set myself a, a target of 30 minutes nice. so i'm on the treadmill and then i see this guy he walks in and he starts walking towards the treadmills. And I'm like, bro, there are four treadmills to the right of me, four treadmills to the left of me. Yeah, you don't need to take the treadmill right next door to you. Well, it's like us as men, like when you go to a urinal, if there's... If there's the an rules ex- are. Yeah. You, you step away. You step away. <laughs> you just give a man room. That's what I thought. But no, this man, he gets on the treadmill. Oh. And not only does he stand on the treadmill right beside me, he then starts eyeing up my stats. I know. See, people do that. I'm sure they do. They like to just check that they're that you're not working harder than them. Yeah. And he's like literally just, no, it's no shame. He's just looking at it. And he's, he sees my 10 minutes. He sees how many calories I've burned. And he's off. He, he kicks off, right? And I see him keep glancing. He keeps glancing. I think, I'm having you, mate. I'm not having this. You want to go to war? Let's go to war. <laughs> oh, so no. I, I say to myself, I don't care how long this takes. I am not stepping off this treadmill until he steps off before me. It was just, I don't know. It just became this really intense rivalry with a man who didn't even say a word to me. Yeah, it's one of those, you, you get into competition with someone who doesn't even know they're in a competition with you at that point. Exactly. It's your mind. Yeah, so he sets his, his speed to 10.5. I set mine to 10.7. And I'm, and I'm running away. I do my, I, I end up on there for 65 minutes. And he finally, yeah. <laughs> you must have been dead, 65 mate. How minutes. are you walking today? I, you know, this is what I'm saying, right? So then I find, he finally steps off. I step off. I kind of look at him in the eye and I'm thinking I had you there mate good try well played but it's over you don't beat the it's chambers, over yeah. Yeah, exactly so then I get back in my car my legs are killing I have a puff of my blue inhaler and I'm thinking why <laughs> I'm thinking why did I do that so I'm asking you now oh. you must have been in a situation where you showed off and, uh, and mate, you regretted it <laughs> me in a position where I've shown off <laughs> never uh, no. <laughs> and that, mate, before the glory days of radio I used to work in a, in a bookshop and I yeah. remember I was like the young ch- uh, like cheeky chirpy oh kid. yeah I can see that you know in a bookshop yeah. I was really out of place because everyone's just you know, it was quite formal and quiet in the bookshop yeah um, and I remember it being like lunchtime and I was talking to a few guys. I'm obviously a hip hop expert in, oh, yeah. in the place because I was really into like, hip hop music at the time. And I wanted to be a bit of a break dancer. So um, we were doing, there's a there's a move. You know, have you, you've done that movie in where you hold your foot up by your knee and yeah. then with your standing foot, you jump over your leg. You did know? you just say you've done this move before, Ian? I'm sure we did it at the Christmas party. We both attempted it at the I Christmas party. I can't handle that sort of level of right, so flexibility. Like you do that. Like, if you, for, like you sort of do that and then you jump All right, over hold on. Let me have a look. Let's have a look. Don't, don't, don't attempt it because honestly, with the rest of the story you need to... Well, we're not loud, so it's fine. We can edit so, it out. Like, honestly. Go on. Right, so, so you sort of got your foot. Could you, can, can we get that on there? Like, I don't know. Oh, look at this. Director. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so Ian's exactly right, right? So you do that, yeah. and then you sort of, with your standing foot, jump over your foot, but you don't let go of it. You hold it. It looks really cool. There's definitely See, bro, someone... I'm not doing just... that in public, especially I'm not doing that on a, on a live... Well, I'm never doing it again, ever, because oh, of what happened in this story. So right. I'm in the, in the staff room, and um, and I tried to do it just to show a few people, yeah, I've cut and did this really cool dance, but yeah, don't worry. <laughs> did it, and fell... Smashed into the table in the dining um, oh, in no. the like staff room at work, which oh, people no. were eating their dinner on. I, I, well, I had to go to hospital that afternoon because I thought <gasps> oh, I'd broken my no. thumb. Oh. Like, I thought, like I bent my thumb back so bad. But you know when you like I hit the floor and everyone's like, oh, because like, yeah, I'm coming to help you out. Do, like, they tried to help me, and all I wanted to do was get to the toilet and lock the door and just stay in there and try my hardest not to cry. Like, you knew at that point <laughs> your career as a librarian was finished. <laughs> I was done. I'm the and a dancer as well. Let me and a dancer. That. It was over. You had to resort to radio. Never try. Never show off. Never no. show off. <laughs> all right. Actually, do you know what? I do want to show off here. 
Oh. Because it is time. It is, it is, it is time. <laughs> it's time. You know, last time we played this, we played the greatest game in radio history on this podcast, this Feel Great podcast. It is called Phil the Pig. As you can see here, we've got a, we've got a Phil. And uh, it's the greatest game in radio history. <laughs> it's amazing. I love this game. If you love animals, it's the game for you. Now, I love it too. But do you know who doesn't love it? I don't think he loves it anyway. Producer Pete has been getting involved with this, right? Hi. Because when me and Jenny play it, we tend not to be very good at it. Right. So what Producer Pete was doing is he started monitoring our success rate. So if we didn't get a percent a success rate of a, over thirty percent, if it went under thirty percent, he'd change the game and change the rules completely. Right. This is Phil the Pig for dummies. What's Phil the Pig for dummies? Pete, why just number one, why did you do this to me and Jenny? So basically the Jenny and Ian are on a twenty five percent success rate. So I mean, that means out of every single Phil the Pig, they've only got twenty five percent of them right. You, are you like producer Paul? You've Spread, got spreadsheets. Yeah. You don't know. I have, I have, but it's only to make you guys there. better. That's oh, all it's okay. for. Well, it's a real chance for you. This is a real chance for you because. So what happens with Phil the Pig for Dummies? All right. Well, the rule used to be we would guess what animal your pet was based only on its name, but no cats and dogs are allowed. But with Phil the Pig for Dummies, it's only cats and dogs. So basically, you tell us the name of your pet. Amazing. And then we have 30 seconds to guess if it's a cat or a dog. Together, we're working as a team. Me and you. But we've got 30 we seconds. We debate. No, we literally, debating. you'll hear the 30 seconds run out, and then we've got to make a decision Love there it. and then. Okay. What, should, we, should we go for it? We've got a player lined up now, ready to go. Hello, who's there? It's Dave. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. Dave, you're on with me and Sparky today. How's it going, mate? I'm alright, Sparky, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, pal. I'm, re- I'm excited to guess you better. I'm already trying to analyse your voice and see if you're a dog or a cat A dog man. or a cat man, yeah. Straight away. <laughs> so, well, believe Dave, it or not, not Sparky, we've actually met. Oh! Dave, hold on, hold on. Uh, what's it? We, we, did you work at that bookshop? <laughs> no, you yeah. not see my dad. I've actually met Sparky in Waitrose in Wollaton. Oh! Oh. That's lovely, Dave. Hello, mate. All right, yeah. Hello. Thanks for telling people I shop in Waitrose. Did he, did he show? That's right. Hello. Was he, was he showing off or not? <laughs> no, no, no. Just a normal guy. Oh, I like Dave. Oh, yeah. But thanks for telling people that I'm classy and I shop at Waitrose. Thanks, Dave. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. So, Dave, right? This this yes. way it's going to go down, brother. You're going to tell us the name of your pet. Then we're going to have 30 seconds to guess what it is. No problem. Let's do it. All right, Dave. What is the yeah. name of your pet? Dash. Dash. Oh, think about it fast. Straight away, I think it's like a whippet, like a dog. And like, no. if you watch Crofts over the weekend, you see them yeah. really fast dogs that were doing that racing. I, yeah, I, but cats are fast. Yeah, Dash. I was, yeah, to be fair, my cat moves fast. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you, though. Can you imagine like shouting Dash for a cat, like going, Dash, come and get your tea? Where no. it's like, <laughs> Dash, in a park. <laughs> Dash, let's go, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dash, yeah, fetch. Yeah, yeah. Are we going with that? Oh, it's oh, got to be a dog. 10 seconds to spare. What are you doing tonight? Uh, well, I'm, do you know what? I'm actually just chilling tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah same here, actually. Really yeah, cool. Girlfriend's doing dinner. Oh, beautiful. What's she doing? All right. All right, we got this. We got this. We got this. Let me just bring the uh, the farmyard back. Um, Dave, we think yeah. that Dash is in fact your dog. Nope. Oh, no! No! no, Dave. We got so cocky we were showing off. Oh, mate. What type of cat is it? He's, uh, to be fair, he's, I don't know. He's just a phantom on the street, and he uh, came into my home. He's been here since. Oh, oh well, that's absolutely. Right. I just wondered, like, what colour was it? Mine's black and white. He's, he's black. Oh, he's black. Why, is he, black. why is he called Dash? 
Dev? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> he's fast, because he whips around. Is that why you went with, went with Dash? Um, Dash is because he jumped. So basically, we live in a two-bedroom house. We live in a uh, two-story house. And he oh, yeah. jumped out the uh, second window. Oh, so, wow. So, so that's why we called him Dash. Dash? He's an out-of-control cat. Out of control. Might want to consider a cat lead there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers, Dave. No problem. Take care. I'm going to go to Waitrose. I'll see you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <sighs> wow, we messed that one up, Ian. Like last time when we played Field of Pig Not for Dummies, we got it right. I, I'm, I know. I was expecting big things. I need to ask producer Pete. Do you know what our percentage rate is? 24%. Oh, come on! So last week was the lowest it's ever been. Now this week is. Uh, well, I'm glad I've been part of the lowest. <laughs> what an accolade to have. On the Feel Great podcast. I've left this feeling great, can I just tell you? I that? still feel great despite that. <laughs> I had a good time. Sparky, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And always fun with you, mate. Yeah, and if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Do us a favor, give us a five star review. Nothing less. We don't want no 43201 for sure. And uh, leave us a review. Sparky, um, what Jenny tends to do at this part of the podcast, she throws me under the bus every single week. She says, just say an inspirational sentence to uh, to end it, really. So I'm going to put it on you, brother. Oh, Anything you want. Okay. Um, your happiness is not just for you. It's for the others around you. Microphone drop. Thanks for listening to the Jen Feel Great Podcast. Hear more by listening to Jem on 106FM and DAB across the East Midlands and across the UK on the Gem app and your smart speakers. Gem.